Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings and welcome to episode 130 of By the Bowls. John Davidson here with you. And the special guest on this episode was born in Hackney in London in 1992. He grew up in Hemelheadstead and broke into Super League with London Broncos in 2012. He was relegated with the Broncos at the end of 2014 and moved to Hull KR in 2015. He had two seasons with Rovers and then they were relegated at the end of 2016. He returned to London for the 2017 season and was part of the Broncos team that won promotion back to Super League in the Million Pound Game in 2018 where they beat Toronto. But in 2019, relegation hit again for London and at the end of the season, they dropped back to the championship. In November last year, he signed with the York City Knights. The special guest is York winger Kieran Dixon. So Kieran, yeah, how, how are you going? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. How's the, uh, how's the preparation going for the 1895 Cup Final uh, at Wembley? Uh, it's going well, obviously. Um, it's uh, despite the result on the weekend, we we know that the the cup the cup games are, are, are the only shot that you've got. So you have to turn up and um, be your best. And obviously, we've not had the best run of form, but I'm sure we can find something in us uh, to go out and challenge Featherstone for the win. Yeah, what do you make of of Featherstone? Obviously, they're uh, they're undefeated this season. Yeah, they've been on fire this season so far, obviously in the league. But um, like we, like I just said, it's the it's a cup game, and nobody can tell what's going to happen in one of them. Everyone, it's, it's that game all or nothing. So it's um, it should be it should be a good clash. And I think was it earlier in the season you, you guys played them, and it was only a, was there a sort of a last minute point or two points in it, something like that. Yeah, it was um, a very close game. Uh, we missed a drop goal, which was, which got charged down. And then um, they went the length to score, obviously, and they won the game by that try. Right. So I get you know, despite that defeat, that would I imagine you know give you some some confidence that you can, you know, match them over the the full eighty. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's what that that's obviously the the game plan is to to go out and challenge them from the first whistle. But um, we've got to make sure that we're ready ready for a fight, and um, I think that I think we are ready. Everybody knows what's on the line. And, it's not very often you get a chance to play at a big stadium like Wembley, so I'm hoping that we can all get together in training this week and uh, have a good have a good preparation and go into the game steaming. Yeah, it's been um, apart from the cut run, it's been a, you know a tough season for for York so far. 
Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it's not been the, the season that we had expected, but I think we've still got time to turn it around. We've still got a, a fair few games left, and um, we we need to start getting the wins in in, in the league. So um, you just got to work hard during training during the weeks, and then uh, hopefully the results start to come. And there's been obviously a, a lot of injuries at in the club, but in terms of the yeah the run of losses, I mean, is there anything you you put the results down to? Um, it's just ourselves, really. Uh, obviously, injuries injuries haven't helped. Um, we've had a different six, seven, and nine yep. you know, nearly every week of, uh, for, since the beginning of the season, which is obviously not not ideal. But as as a group and as a team, we we prep. We prep for people not playing uh, and people for playing. So we have, we, have, we, sit, we have to be ready no matter what. And um, the results just haven't been coming our way. But hopefully we can um, we can make that change that's needed to, to start getting the wins in, in, in the in the league and changing the results. And and how is uh, morale in the in the team at the moment? Say that again. I was just asking, how is how's morale? How's the sort of feeling in in the squad at the moment? Um, obviously, it's tough. We we like you say, we've not we've not we've not been able to string any wins together for the last last six games. I think it is, and yep. obviously for anybody that's going to be frustrating, but that's players, staff, and fans. That everyone's in the same boat. The players are obviously grinding grinding during the week to obviously improve what's what's been going wrong on the weekends and the fans obviously are waiting to see that happen the coaching staff is obviously doing their best but um it's just it's just time that's going to take i think we've we've had plenty of time now to to go over what's what's been happening and what's going wrong and it's down to us as players to to put the put the wrongs right now and obviously, I think uh, the bookies have got uh, got Featherstone as as favourites. But if if York can win on Saturday, it would it would be a you know a big upset. But I guess what would it mean to to yourself, to the players, and and, and to the club? I mean, the, the club's come a long way, sort of in the last five or six years when it when it almost went under, and you know, new stadium. Um, there's a lot of positivity overall in the way the club's going. Yeah, I think. Um... Just, just uh, like I said before, just to have the opportunity to play in the stadium like Wembley is, um, is something, is something that everybody dreams of doing, and to be able to go there and get get a win would be would be an incredible feeling. Um, to say that you've walked out on that on that pitch and and come off with a trophy is is something that I say everyone everybody's ever ever going to dream of being able to do. Um, as, a, as for the club, the club. It's it would be massive, obviously. Like like you say, the club was so close to to going under a few years ago, and we've they've battled up through the leagues again, and now we're in a championship championship to try and battle out to, for a super league spot. So uh, it, the club's going in the right direction, but we like I say, with the results on the field, we need to start changing and uh, performing a little bit better than we have been. And you, you personally, I mean, you're back at, at Wembley for the second time since uh, since 2015. Uh, when you were there with Hulk KR, how do you how do you feel about that? Yes, yeah, like I say, to do it, to be able to play there once uh, in in your career is is special enough. But to yeah. have the opportunity to do it twice is uh, is is incredible. Um, I can't I can't believe it. I didn't I couldn't believe it when it happened, but 
yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon to get a, to get another shot of playing in a stadium like that. Albeit the first time round wasn't the great the greatest, but it's still still an achievement to reach the Challenge Cup final and now now the 1895 Cup final as well. Yeah, what are your your memories of that that 2015 final against against Leeds? Um, obviously, you were you know very young in, in your career. Um, yeah, what what do you remember from it? Um, I remember a lot. Obviously, it's it, it, it's obviously played a massive part in my career. Uh, it, it it was fun. The build up was it was it was amazing to be a part of to to see everything that was going on to be in the interviews and stuff like that was 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 fun to. Like I say, fun to be a part of, but on the, on the day, I think the nerves got the better of me and it showed in the way I played on the field. Obviously, uh, I didn't didn't plan on playing that as, as in the way I did, but um, it happened, and hopefully, I can say that I've improved as as a as a player in the way that I approach them sort of the that sort of game now. Yeah, as you mentioned, I mean, it was a really tough eighty minutes for for yourself for the whole KR. Um, yeah, I guess you know, not the result that uh, that all the Robins would have would have wanted that day against the Rhinos. No, definitely not. Obviously, even for the players, mate. Like as a player, you you never want to go and, and play as, as as bad as we did, and it's it was, it was almost like this sense of embarrassment afterwards. I was for just for myself, I was embarrassed for what I, what I put out on the field, and um, yeah, I obviously cried afterwards and was upset but I had to kind of try and dust that that feeling off and get playing again the next week and I thought I'd done that pretty well uh, like I say I think it was just that that one day that managed to uh, wreck my nerves and uh, make me make me have a bad performance and I think it was the week after the cup final um, you go out and you score two tries you win man of the match in a victory over Wakefield I mean that must have you know, been something kind of too special to bounce back like that um, with that kind of performance. You know, after 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 that game at Wembley. Yeah, definitely. That's what I mean. Like with the with the nerves, I think the nerves got the better of me, and uh, yep. I was able to kind of put put it put it behind me the week after, and um, just get back onto where I had been at before. And like I say, that just that one that one day that I. That I'd never experienced or never had any any thought of doing so early in in, 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 in my playing career. Um, yeah, it's got the better of me, and I was lucky enough to be able to fix up and play 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 a lot better than I did the week the next week. And does it feel? I guess yeah, maybe this time round back at Wembley, there's a chance for for further redemption. I'd like to think so. Um, Obviously, I hope I don't put in a performance like I did before. Like I say, I hope I've grown. I feel like I've grown as a person and a player since then. Um, but yeah, just to, I still, it's obviously going to be some nerves there because it's it's normal. I get nervous before any game, but um, I, I know how to control them a little bit better than I did before. So I'm hoping that I can put a good performance in. And I just wanted to ask you a little bit about your your background. You're obviously you were born in Hackney, raised in in Hemel Hempstead. Um, how did you first uh, get into rugby league? Uh, well, I used to play rugby union with one of my friends. That that was just through through him. Obviously, being being my best mate, he he went and played, and I was just I just tagged along and joined yeah. in with him. Um, and then when we was in we was in school secondary school and. Uh, a guy called Callum Irvin came in and 
and gave some uh, like lessons during a PE, PE class and me and my friend enjoyed it and we went up to our local club which was Hemel Stags and I didn't look back then really I think I just enjoyed being able to catch a ball and run around people and because I, I was always fast and I didn't like to be tackled so I just used to run around across <laughs> the line until someone jumped out and I just run through their gap and, yeah. and that's, that's somewhat how I made my, my career really <laughs> And when did you think, when you were sort of, you know, when you were growing up, when you were playing, when did you think, you know, hey, I've, I've got some ability here, I can, you know, make a, a career out of this sport? No, not even so. Um, I literally, I just played it for fun and I, I played football more seriously, well, tried to anyway. Um, I tried, I, was, I wanted to be a footballer as a kid and um, I remember I played rugby and one of, my, one of my football mates said, you're so much better at rugby than you are at football. Uh, I didn't know how to take that. I was like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I fell in love with rugby the more I played it. and I had the opportunity to have a trial with London Broncos or Harlequins RL as it was back then. Um, I got told I was too small, but I, I, I enjoyed it that much. I just went and played um, at, at Hemel Stags again and Managed to get a couple first team games in there, and then lucky enough got a, got got asked to go on a two week trial again at London. And after the first week on my trial, they offered me an academy contract. So I was, uh, yeah, from there it was each year I progressed up up the grade. And I think on the, the halfway through my under twenties under twenties season, I was uh, asked to go and train with the first team regularly. And then the next year I was signed full-time on, on as, a, as a first-team player. Yeah, I mean, as you say, you, you started off at the London Broncos, you got your, your chance in Super League there, you left to go to Hulk AR, then you came back. I mean, how was that, that time? Obviously, a lot of seasons, a lot of games there at, at the Broncos overall. Uh, I, obviously, I, it's the club that gave me the opportunity to, to have the career path that I've had. Um, I loved my time there. It's the... It was my obviously the closest professional club to to where I'm from. Got to got to play with a lot of my a good. It's a, just yeah, just with like. Sorry, we just had some uh, technical difficulties, but yeah, you were just saying about your your time in in London with the Broncos. Obviously, a, a huge part of your life. Sorry, mate. I can't hear you. He was cracking up. Sorry, I was just saying. Um, yeah, you were talking about your time in, in London with the Broncos. Obviously, a you know a huge important part of your life. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I say it was them that gave me every opportunity that I've had so far in my career, playing wise. So, um, yeah, like I say they're, they're they're a club and that will hold hold close to me forever. And I can never I can never say thank you enough to be able to say I have played the top level of rugby league in this country and. Been able to say I've done a lot of things from from them from them uh, allowing me to play. So yeah, they're they're a team that I'll, that'll always be close to my heart. I mean, there's always lots of debate and, and chat about rugby league in London, about the Broncos, about establishing a presence in the in the capital. Um, you're obviously a, a Londoner originally. What do you, what do you think about that? It's massive, mate. Um, obviously, there's a lot of it gets said a lot. There's a lot of untapped talent that can come out of yep. London. It's massive. There's kids everywhere, and um, you, there's there's kids from London all over Super League at the minute. It's, 
it's, it's good to see like there's even in the London squad now there's academy products throughout the whole the whole of it and, um, being being from down south it, it, there's a lot of rugby league played and everyone enjoys it but it's just having the pathway to be able to come in and play is is a uh, is what everyone's been working hard for, and it's it's paid off so far. And hopefully, there's plenty more young young people and to come out and be able to perform in, in the top of the, in the top divisions. How do you think we can you know make it bigger in in, in the city in, in London? Sorry. How, how do you think we can make rugby league bigger in in London? Um, it's hard to say. Uh, because it, it's, there's so much, so much going on. There's football, rugby union, all that's down down here. So potentially more, a couple more, like play more big games down here. Like you can take more games on the road. Uh, yep. Obviously, there's Magic Weekend and stuff like that. But if you do like a, you do like a big, a big, uh, a big derby on the road down south, which would bring a lot of people in, and be able to bring fans down from from the north to, to, to have a weekend down south and it, it works either way do you know what I mean it's uh, yeah. that, that's, how, that's how I see it could work just nice a big stadium to bring a lot of people in and bring as many kids in from schools and stuff like that to, to experience a, a game of rugby league and especially a derby game which will which is always um, which is always one of the games that's going to attract a lot of fans and be an attractive game of rugby too yeah and just on in your career, I mean, obviously you've had some some huge highs and and huge lows as well so far. I mean, you, you you've suffered the the pain of relegation a couple of times. I guess where where do those where do those rank? And you know how difficult is I guess that that experience of of relegation. Relegation is never nice, mate. Um, first time it happened to me was at whole KR. Obviously, uh, it was a. It was it was a rough year for me, and in, in personally, like I didn't play as many games as I'd like to have played. Uh, I found it hard to get into the squad, and I was I was training I was training hard and trying my best to be selected. But um, yeah, then at the end of the season to get relegated and have a contract for the third year just be terminated. Um, wasn't very nice at all. It was difficult. I had to find had to find a club pretty quick. Luckily, London was uh, lucky. London were there to kind of allow me to sign for them and go back down to where I was from. But um, yeah, and then with London again in 2019, it was heartbreaking just because how well we had played that year in Super League. Like it was a, people saying it was the highest amount of games won or points um, to to be relegated with and um, yeah it was pretty difficult to take yeah that, that to the 10 victories that season obviously went all the way to the the last day against against Wakefield um, yeah very very bit of pill to swallow I imagine yeah for sure it was uh, very difficult uh, like I say we had played played so well all season I think we was the only team in the league to beat St. Helens, if I'm not mistaken. Twice, um, I think, yeah. Yeah, the only team to beat them twice. Uh, it was games like that. That was that was incredible through that year. Like to, to to beat to beat a side like St. Helens twice and still still not be good enough was yeah. Like I say, it was hard to take, and it was uh, followed up by a year that we weren't weren't able to play again. Um, 
And you were you were also part of obviously London's promotion in the million pound game um, when the Broncos beat beat Toronto in in Toronto. I mean, tell us tell us about that. Oh man, that was a, that was an incredible incredible um, year for us to get. Um, we, we've gone well through the year, and then to go out to Toronto, I think we was out there twice in just under a month. It won in the league, and then obviously to. Uh, to, to play the million pound game and the experience was incredible to to do it over there was even more incredible in a, in a field where their, their home fans were, were out in numbers and travelling fans weren't massive so to do it to do it at a stadium like that in a, in a city like Toronto was also uh, was also an incredible feeling yeah I think I think no one gave you guys a, a chance in that match um, and it was a it was a pretty, um, wasn't the most open and attractive game, but you got the result and it must have been, you know. Don't have to worry about, hello? I was just going to say, it must have been something to win that, that game, um, you know, and kind of beat the odds that, that were against you guys. Yeah, massively. I think uh, everyone was expecting Toronto to be way on top, but yep. it, was, it was a close four game. There was no try scored, so it was pretty insane game of rugby. A lot of, of defence, uh, a lot of hard attack, but... Um, yeah, just to, to win the game 4-2 it was, was the same. And that's all the time we have with Kieran today. Uh, thank you very much to Kieran Dixon uh, for his time on the podcast. Uh, the 1890, 1895 Cup Final, if I can get it out and say it properly, York City Knights against Featherstone Rovers is on Saturday at Wembley. Uh, kickoff, I think, is... 12.30, um, I believe it's on the BBC, uh, red button. Uh, uh, Warm-up for the main game, you could say, uh, between St Helens and Castleford for the Challenge Cup final at Wembley. Uh, three o'clock kickoff. Um, just check those kickoff times. I think I'm right, but I could be a bit wrong. Um, a massive weekend of rugby league in the capital. Um, and that's it for this episode 130. Thanks again uh, for listening. As usual, you can get the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spreaker, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever the podcast providers are. We're pretty much on all of them. Um, we're on Twitter at By the Boss Two. So come and send us a message, a tweet, a suggestion, a comment, uh, like, download, subscribe, do all of those things. We're also on Facebook as well. So come and. Give us a follow there for uh, new and exciting content. Um, And we'll be back with another episode soon.